Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome in after a long Christmas break. It is the Beast of the East podcast. Joining me to execute that is uh, my two main men, Israel Troop and Vinny Hardy. Merry Christmas. Belated Merry Christmas, folks. How's how's it going? Man, Merry Christmas, everybody. Glad to be back. Yeah. Have fun little hiatus, but glad to be back. 1227 already. Absolutely. Well, one of one of the benefits of, of of being on this show is I can't eat, which I've done plenty of since we went on our holiday. So uh, I, I got to get back in the gym and get that six pack going. Uh, that's uh, beach time. I got to be able to take my shirt off and, and and count my abs. Right now, I can count my abs very easily, just one. So we're yeah, good. I've I've gained a solid twelve pounds since Christmas break. So. Yeah. I'm definitely getting back because, um, you know, I can't be getting picked that and out of shape when kids telling me to basketball games again. So mm. got to get back in shape. Exactly. Got to, got to uh, talk that trash and be able to back it up. Right. That's, that's, that's yeah. my motto. I, I, I can't, to. I can't suck out there on the basketball court. Well, one of the gifts I got was a, uh, was a brand new uh, kitchen knife. It, it, it was a meat slicer. Um, it works. It works. <laughs> it's sharp, folks. <laughs> I was cut. I was uh, preparing something, and all, and my thumb just kind of peeked in there and said, "Hey, what's up?" Mm. Went right. Almost, almost carved the entire tip of my thumb completely off. If he was on chops. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I watched the food shows. My wife, like Corey, mm-hmm. Corey, we can't, we can't eat your dish because. You know, you were bleeding like you were preparing your appetizer and yeah. you're not gonna be able to taste your food. We're so sorry. Yeah. You're- yeah, we uh we found part of your thumb in the salad bowl. Uh we're we're gonna have to disqualify you. Oh man, we are we are live though. Uh in, in the chat, it's not going yet, but I think our chatters are still on Christmas break. Uh, hopefully they'll join us soon, but you can join the show. We are live actually here on y'all's conference network, and uh, we are the beast of the East. We are on the Believe Podcast Network as well. We are presented by Bet Online, and uh, Bet Online is your fastest and easiest way to get all of the odds, guys. There's plenty of stuff to bet on. There's some there's some playoff stuff uh, going on. Uh, there's in, in the NFL. That's the season's wrapping up there. I'm sure there's some odds on that as well so um head to the new and updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code believe 50 to receive your bonus for basketball football nhl boxing and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online it's where the game starts, guys. Um, it's bowl season, bowl mania. And right now, that means two things. Lots of football on uh, on weekdays and COVID. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. Um, so COVID has affected a lot of these games, uh, mainly Texas A&M. Uh, they decided they didn't want a piece of Wake Forest. Um, he... Uh, they were. They must. They must have known they were going to lose to uh, to Wake Forest, and uh, Wake, uh, Jimbo didn't want to be, as our chat said, he didn't want to be the first five loss, one hundred million dollar coach. Do you think it was legitimate, or did they actually duck Wake Forest? Uh, it may be legit. Um, you know, um, a lot of teams are getting popped with COVID now because um, this this new variant that's out. So it's hard to say that it's. It's not true, but at the same time, I could see them running from Wake Forest because Wake Forest is not a bad football team. They're really mm-hmm. good, and Texas A&M's defense has been struggling, so I could see them, you know, I would hope not, but, you know, I could see them, you know, kind of shutting it down and be like, ah, we don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of kind of giving everybody the benefit of the doubt with, with COVID this variant is, 
running everywhere. We're seeing cancellations and you know a lot of college basketball games, bowl games, a lot of players individually, coaches getting put on protocols and having to sit out and all that. So I, I kind of lean that, that it's more legit than it's not. But if if you want to use it, then it's it is kind of convenient if that's the case. Uh, I think of Texas A&M is kind of the, uh, the, the Larry David GIF from Kirby Enthusiasm where he's conflicted, <laughs> where he's kind of – because it, they got the four-loss nice season. We got the four-loss season, and, and he's making all this money. But at the same time, we beat Bama, but we lost four. So do we just want to skip this bowl game and just move on into getting ready for spring ball and – because my goodness, to have if you lose the bowl game, that's five losses in a season when you beat Bama, and that's that's just all kind of how they supposed to feel about that. So let's just slide on into off season preparation and get ready for for spring ball and, and move on. So maybe they maybe that is kind of subtly some of the mindset too. It's hard to say. Well, 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 to play devil's advocate on this whole thing, uh, Vinny is Zach Calzada hit the portal. And so they were going to use, I mean, they, I think they had one quarterback on the roster at this moment. I mean, I, I know they signed one in, in uh, you know, in, in the signing day stuff, but man, they like, it was getting kind of crazy there uh, or it was going to get kind of, kind of sticky for, for A&M. So I, I think it, you know, I, I don't know. It just seems a little too coincidental to me. Um, but then Something's again, not right when your quarterback that just beat Bama's in the portal. And he started the whole season. Yeah. And he probably would have ended up starting even if uh, Haynes King didn't go down with injury. I think he probably would have ended up overtaking it. So who knows? Jimbo's a QB guy too. What's up, Jake? Yeah, he is. And so I I don't know. It begs the question. They finished with the number one overall class. So are they just going to ride high on, on their recruiting national championship and let's just get ready for 2022. I don't know, man. Um, so it, he, it makes seems, better than me. he makes Dan Reno look mobile. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the competitor in me just wouldn't let that happen, no matter no, what. No, you, you can't. You, know, you, you got you to gotta throw out whatever you got. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. So, yeah. A&M, folks. Who are they replaced by? Rutgers. Might as well send Vandy. I mean. <laughs> I Does that not excite you? Rutgers. Yeah. Rutgers. I might bet on that game. I might bet the whole pot. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead and bet the your mortgage on uh, on Wake Forest now because Rutgers is they're less than stellar. There's a reason why they're not in the bowl game. So yeah, it's it's crazy, man. I hey, at you know, least these, they weren't scared. At least they weren't scared to throw their their hat in the ring then. They didn't even finish asking them if they wanted to be in a bowl game. They said, "Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll go, yeah. we'll go, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, we'll go, we'll go, we'll go." They were all excited, like doing their dance. You know, it's pretty crazy, man. So, I like it. Um, I like that Rutgers is getting a chance. I guess. Um, I, I guess if you're a Big Ten fan, it's it's pretty good. But, um, <clears throat> Harrison Bailey to Georgia Tech, man, that's a sinking ship. So, I think Israel, I think he fell out. Wow, I I think I, I think hey Israel's back. Yeah, he no, keep, keeps kicking me out for some reason. I don't think he wants me to hang out with you guys. I, I thought it was the uh, I thought it was the A and M mafia getting a hold of you, man. <laughs> they um, took me out. Jake Cotton Rutgers Dallas. hasn't been relevant since Greg Schiano left, and Greg Schiano is back, so they're relevant again. Mm. Ta da, Rutgers. So, um. But COVID is wreaking havoc on all these bowl games. There's, uh, the Hawaii Bowl was canceled. Um, there's probably going to be several more uh, in the offing that's going to be canceled. So buckle up, and I hope you may. I hope your early picks were good in these bowl pickems. Right. Yeah. Better program right now, Rutgers or Texas? I'd probably still have to say Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I'd still have to say Texas. To Texas. I, I know you want a question. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we posed that question, we had to think about it for a second. <laughs> let you know kind of where Texas is. Yeah. Um, and to kind of let you know where Rutgers is, I guess. Right. So, um, but uh, yeah, we, we are back and uh, this is our weekly. Uh, hey, we get to make fun of Florida 
one more week. Yes, we do. And they, they didn't even Mizzou win just, the after man. game scuffle. They they even lost that too. Oh, Florida's got to at least win something, right? Yeah, it's bad when your the head coach doesn't even acknowledge the fact that they're fine. They're like, oh, it's fine. He's yeah. he's doing an interview, post game interview. They even lost the post game scuffle. Yeah, are they fighting back there? Yeah, they're, they're not going to do anything. <laughs> so, are y'all uh, surprised though? Really? I mean, y'all knew Florida's going to lose this bowl game. They're so undisciplined. It's just it's getting bad, man. It, it just it, it, it was sad bad. to see the level of which they played out. They just played bad. Well, defense didn't play bad, but the offense <laughs> they played, was terrible. Offense was terrible. Defense. What was bad about the defense was the undisciplined plays that they had, the penalties, mm-hmm. the the big chunk plays they gave up, the momentum, the momentum killers or momentum gainers for UCF uh, that they gave up. Those things were lack of discipline. Uh, from one person, you know, killed their whole drive offensively or kept UCF alive defensively. And it's just, you can't have that. I mean, you knew it was going to bite them in the ass. You knew it was going to come back and, and get them. And, and it did. So good for Gus. This was on a platter for UCF because y'all know Florida didn't want to be there. And that whole, that's a lot of these bowl games. You want to be there or not. UCF is, is dying to play the big state school, mm-hmm. and, and it's a bowl game. UCF, they'll play Florida anywhere, anytime. And Florida's just, eh, you know, limping through this season, and now we're playing UCF. And it, I mean, it was it was, it was perfect storm for Gus, and it played out like exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Steve, we did call Emory Jones in the preseason, so high five on that one. Um, now the Gator Mafia's gotten a hold of Israel. They're taking them to the swamp and they're they're disposing of them. So if you're if you're out there, please save Israel. Um, but no, AM collie dog again and the Gator yeah. just both gnawing on Israel right now. Man, it's it's crazy. So um, even like what was weird to me is like usually when you're an interim head coach for the bowl game, like that's the most fun job because you know like you're not going to be that guy full time, so you don't have to deal with the stress. But you do get to say, hey, I was a head coach of the Gators once. Even that guy was like miserable. He was like, when is this game over? He kept looking at his watch. When is this game going to be over? He looked really disinterested. He looked like he really didn't want to be there. There was a lot of really didn't want to be there, guys. But if I'm a Florida fan, what am I thinking right now? I'm thinking that Billy Napier's done a great job of bringing staff in. I'm thinking he can't get here soon enough. (laughs) I'm thinking he's done way more than Dan Mullen did in the four years, five years he was there. Um, I'm excited about what what the Gators have or bring you to the table now, but that just looked bad. That game, the all-around game, just looked terrible. Yeah, it did. And, you know, I, I think Florida fans should be excited with what they have coming in. They've got a great staff. Um, obviously, they didn't have enough time to finish better in the recruiting, um, so they're just going to have to kind of <laughs> windows me, windows in me, Israel. Oh, they're roasting you, Israel, in the chat. Um yeah. <laughs> they're, they're calling you Windows ninety five Israel because oh, you keep because you keep dropping out. <laughs> Look, I even have the new iPhone and everything right now, and I'm just like, dang, it just keeps kicking me off. I know they 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 got me earlier, like weeks ago. They would they would hammer me. They call me Windows ninety five Corey. So it's all good, man. My time, uh, hey, man. I love it. Even laugh. My time's coming for whatever. I was about to say, Vinny, you're next. It's coming. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> you are next, Penny. Buckle up. Not about an if, but when. Maybe tonight. I don't know. Yeah. Gotta love Apple made. products, right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, our chat's blazing now. They got off to a slow start, but it, it's blazing now. But yeah, Florida, two things. A, we're excited that we got a new era of football uh, with Billy Napier. Great hire. Probably one of the best hires of the offseason. And B, now it's just time to replenish the talent. And let's go. Let's hit the portal hard so that the transition year is not not too difficult. So, Vinny, you have a huge angelic glow behind you at times. This is like Vinny was. Vinny was sent down from from heaven whatever to do the, the show. The case over this light or whatever it it makes the light do that. And sometimes you get these little you get these little beams of whatever. These these Kentucky fans, man, it's basketball now. So he thinks, oh, I'm heavenly. I'm Vinny. I come down from heaven. Bow to me. Or as Steve would say, hail be to me. Yeah. 
can we get a voice of God in here somewhere? Um, so, yeah, Florida. Let's talk about Missouri. How about that game? Right on cue. <laughs> Man, look, I, I am, if we all are, SEC, pull form, you know, bowl season. I pull, for, I pull for every SEC school in bowl yeah. season except Tennessee. I just, I can't. But can't, everybody I, else, I, see, I can't. I can't do Florida. I, right. I can't do Florida. I can do. I can even stomach it. Stomach it and do Tennessee, but I cannot mm-hmm. do Florida. I can't yeah. do it. Can't do so, it. So, having said that, seeing Mizzou and Florida, what happened to them? I'm. I'm not <laughs> surprised. And, and Mizzou was the flavor of the week. We heard all season long. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kentucky, Missouri, second game of the season. That can be for second in the East. Blah blah blah. I heard it all summer. And Missouri is now six and seven because I never bought into them, and, and they were yeah. they were. Basilic is in the transfer report. Right, right. I just uh, I didn't drink the Kool Aid, <clears throat> and so not surprised they lost their bowl game. Not surprised Florida lost theirs, and now it's just time for the rest of the conference to kind of pick up the slack from these two dropping the ball. Mm-hmm. And AM sure as hell ain't doing it either. So right, yeah. So. So Israel, if you were watching the game, the 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 play to me that really summed it up was the play where the fullback just ran slap over the dude and scored. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Um, I don't know if you guys know uh, Coach Thirty. I'm on Twitter. Um, he is absolutely hilarious. That guy, uh, I love does, that guy. He yeah, he's all games. over TikTok too. Yeah. Oh God, he's hilarious, and he oh, it was bad. It was really bad. Uh, Missouri's defense was god awful. So the whole year. What Steve do you expect? The whole year. They've been awful, awful, a awful. A sea of Missouri's run defense all year has been a joke. That's offensive to to a joke. <laughs> so man, it's it's brutal. Just watching them play defense, I'm just like, man. And it's like what happened because they were they were much, much better last year. And they, this were. Year, they just plummeted. Philosophy. They had been the same since Barry Odom left. Yep. Yeah. And then they beat LSU last year. You know, you knock off the defending champs, and that's a great win at the start of the season, or, or so it seems. And that kind of put them in everybody's consciousness. Oh, Mizzou, whoa, Eli. That launched them and got them all this hype. We saw the season LSU had, which it turned out it wasn't a great win, but that mm-hmm. led them into after the 10-game SEC season – Missouri, Missouri, second in the East, Missouri. It rolled, it continued to build, and they they weren't they weren't up for that yet. They were not where the hype had them. And Kiki Chisholm was invisible for most of the year. Uh Tyler Batty was about the only good thing about yeah, Missouri yeah, this year. Props. And he opted, he opted out of the bowl game. He's going to the NFL, which I wouldn't blame him. I don't blame him one bit. So just a just pitiful, man. Just just pitiful for Missouri. I, I, I don't like it. So um they've got some work to do. They're gonna have to figure out the quarterback situation. They're gonna have to figure figure something out because you 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 lose the army and pretty much get dominated in the trenches by the United States Military Academy. Man, it's uh it, it's it's no joke. It's it's uh you got some work to do. Tony Baker, I gotta gotta look at myself and reflect. Gotta get my feet together. And that's what that's what Missouri gotta do now. Mm-hmm. That's what that's right. They gotta look at the man in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Is Drinkwitz the answer, at Mizzou? I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, as of right now, no. <laughs> Their recruiting is non-existent. Their one good player just hit the portal. Um. So yeah. <laughs> I saw that Steve Nevada's quarterback on social media posted would give anything to suit up with my boys one more time. Yeah. He opted out. <laughs> so <laughs> man. So it, I'll start with you, Israel. What, what, which one of these bowl games has kind of stood out to you the most, just not even necessarily sec, just the one you've enjoyed the most. Ooh. Um, the coast of Carolina. Game was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I really like the uh, Western Kentucky game as well. Um, that guy is—they throw the ball like sixty times a game. And he's um, he's going to he's and, going to Texas Tech, the offense coordinator. Yeah, to throw for for over five thousand yards. I mean that that's very impressive. Um, 
it is it is amazing that people just couldn't stop it. No. You know, Bailey Zapp, the ball Bailey. that much that many times. Denny, which which game stood and out there, to you? There. Oh, Israel, you're still going. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say they, they, the OC, well, the former uh, co-OC is now the OC at Georgia Southern, my buddy Brian Ellis. Um, yeah. So congratulations to him. He's up with back with uh, Clay Helton. So That'd be a good fit. Georgia Southern's about to be look out for them. They had a really good recruiting class this year as well. No doubt, man. No doubt. Yeah, good. Good. Yeah, I, I really uh, I really enjoyed that Western Kentucky game. Bailey Zapp just lights the world on fire. 5,000 yards, 62 touchdowns. Absolutely. Absolutely amazing. Vinny, what did, were you going to say? Western Kentucky? You going to stick uh, with your in-state brethren there? Not, not this time, because honestly, I, I was when when both season first starts, I'm kind of like the chat was at the beginning of this episode, kind of kind of kind of laying low and not because I watched the season religiously. Initial bowl games are kind of kind of fade out a little bit, and then tune back in as the bowl games get bigger. But of the bowl games, I did watch. You know, the Wyoming Kent State one kind of stood out on the on the that blue turf there in Boise. Yeah. Uh, the I back didn't know that court. quarterback had wheels, man. Yeah, yeah. When he just went around the that corner was and, and yeah, choo, so that, that was one impressive. that one kind of stands out of the bowl games thus far. And so we wait for the bigger ones to get down here. Yeah, the Gasparilla Bowl was good as well. The UAB BYU game was really really good. UAB put on a clinic on how to run outside zone. So if I'm Iowa, I'm watching them. I'm watching that game to figure out how do we run outside zone because that's what Iowa likes to do. <laughs> and there you go. There's your Iowa reference for the for the year. There you go. It is relevant though because that's who that's who Kentucky plays. So let's uh, let's move forward, shall we? Um, in in the bowl season. So we are we are post Christmas uh, in in the bowl season. Right now it is the. San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl up tomorrow. Got a got a got a host of bowls up tomorrow. Right now it's the Quick Lane Bowl, the Military Bowl, uh, playing tonight. Uh, Boston College, East Carolina, Western Michigan, Nevada. But let's let's look forward. Let's start with uh, Jake's favorite team, Auburn. They play. Uh, they kick this thing off tomorrow with the uh, with the Birmingham Bowl. They take on Houston. How do you guys see this one? I like Houston. Yeah. I, think, I think Houston's going to pull it off. So All right. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, the only thing Israel, I'll say to kind of push back on you on that is 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 the game in the trenches there. I, I think that I, I still think that you know you look at SEC versus American Conference, and and you look at you look in the trenches, that might be where Auburn has their chance. But if it turns into a skill game contest. Ain't no way Auburn's gonna be able to keep up. If, if Houston can somehow find this, find themselves in a seven-on-seven seven shootout here uh, in, in the Birmingham Bowl, then I, I think Houston's gonna roll. But if this if this becomes a, a, a messy game, a, a physical game, I think Auburn's gonna have the edge. Auburn's defensive line is pretty good, actually. Military Bowl is canceled too, so the BCECU is well. There you go. Not not mm. gonna happen. Speaking of another game that was canceled, so um, hopefully, uh, hopefully this one will get canceled. The AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Vinny, the Leech Bowl. They should just turn. They should just call this the Leech Bowl because uh, I wonder. I wonder if he's going to go collect his check from Texas Tech at, at, after the game. Let's <laughs> see. He's going to see that and say, "Hey, you got my check, please." No need to direct deposit. You can just hand it to me. <laughs> just hand it to me. I'll take it from you. Go ahead. You still owe me nine million dollars. I think he's going to get them too. Going to beat him yeah. and ask for his money. Because they yep. they ended the season pretty strong, and I think they'll keep it rolling in in the bowl game. Go to Memphis and and have no biz against the school that kind of put him on the map as a head coach, and did him dirty too. Yeah, <laughs> by, and he by beat Texas and everything. Season. Come on, man! Exactly. They've uh, I'm, I'm sure they've regretted their last two firings with Kingsbury and uh, and Leach. Both of them having great success in their next stops. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm rooting for state. I know that's kind of the anti uh, Ole Miss thing, where, which we have several Ole Miss people on here. All right, Steve. Yeah, Steve. Hotty toddy, Steve. <laughs> um, but uh, 
<laughs> and my mic is cut. No. Um, <laughs> hey, you're about to be fading out like me here in a minute. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm about to be the question mark. I may not return either. Um, so, yeah, locked on podcast daily at 10 central. Yes, take that. Um, take the under on the state game. Nah. Yeah. Um, definitely don't take the under on that one. That, there'd be there'd be no defense played in that game. Scoreboard lighting yeah. up. They're gonna they're gonna test every single light bulb. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Rebel Nation took out Israel. Um, Will Rogers is impressive. He's an impressive quarterback. I I, I love uh, I, I love just watching him play. I love watching uh, watching this Mississippi State team get after it. And they're they're still very very young too. Yeah. That's the impressive part. They're still very very young. He carved us up completely like 99% of his passes. So I can't say nothing bad against him. I'm glad we didn't play him. We played him last year in the in the COVID year. And that I mean they were, I mean, they, they put up a lot of yards. They just couldn't get in the end zone. I think he was like 39 or 42 or something. It was ridiculous. I mean, it was just this play. He was it was like seven on seven all night for him. We had no resistance that night. Yeah. Was he over under like a hundred guy? Cody, I have to look that up. I have to look that on better line. Um, so yeah, there you go. The Liberty Bowl, Israel. Do you, do you like Mississippi State in this one? I like I like Mississippi. I like Mississippi State, and I must say the Liberty Bowl was one of the most fun ball games we went to as well. Um, down there in Memphis, I mean, we got to see a little bit of everything. Um, so I like. I really do like Mississippi State in this one. And a couple, a couple interesting non-conference matchups that we'll get, we'll, we'll kind of get out of the way. UCLA, NC State, West Virginia, Minnesota. Uh, which one of those games stand out to you? Um, are you excited about either of those games? I like the UCLA matchup. Yeah, I think that's, that sounds like it to be a good one. Yeah, I, I kind of, I don't know. I've been, I've been going back and forth with UCLA and NC State. I, I think they're both very, they're they're both really similar. I think the bowl, I think the Holiday Bowl did a good job selecting their teams because this is a really good matchup. Mm-hmm. And then West Virginia, Minnesota, you could just, I don't know, you just throw dart and, and try to figure That's it out. Toss up. That's a great thing about bowl season. You get to play people you don't see all the time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. New, new fan base, new opponents, new, new everything. So I, I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, the, the prestigious cheese it bowl, Clemson, Iowa state, two teams that, Severely disappointed their fan bases. Clemson should have ran away with the ACC. They did not. They didn't even. So who now calls plays for Clemson? Uh, Rod Streeter, I think. Rod Streeter, I think, and then some dude that looks kind of like me um, on defense. (laughs) Is Streeter the one with that holds the big call sheet on the sideline? I think so. The one as big as a kitchen table, which is impressive. He walks around with that the whole time. I know, like, like Israel, you're an you're an offensive coordinator too, mm-hmm. and I, I know I've seen your play sheet. It's it's a standard landscape, letter size piece of paper, right? Yes. Mine is the same. Mine's in portrait mode, and and I really don't ever look at it to be honest with you. I kind of just I already know what's on there. I kind of just go. Mm-hmm. Like, are you really ever going to read that? No, I'd get lost. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, it's like the font is probably like four. Like we we had to we had to call games on wristbands this year, Um, and even that was hard. Like scrolling through the numbers and saying, "Okay, uh, play twenty five," you know, or like you know when when you're trying to figure out instead of just calling the play and signaling it in, like we had a wristband, which Mm -hmm. it it was so 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 clunky for me. but I had the I had the list of the wristband numbers, and that's kind of how I organized just by wristband number. And I organized the wristband by like play type at least, and I had it highlighted and everything, so I could like glance down and find the section really easily. But then again, but then like I struggled like finding the formation that I wanted because I was like, okay, is it on the card? Is it on the wristband? No, uh, play eighteen, eighteen, eighteen. <laughs> I ended up wasting twenty seconds just trying to figure out where it is on the sheet. So I can get it called versus, you know, just popping it out of my head. Mm-hmm. Have you all scheduled each other yet? I know you've had an out-of-state game sometimes. Have y'all have y'all scheduled each other? We ain't got the budget to travel that far. 
Yeah, no. I can we, tell you that. Well, we we could. I'd love we, to. We we won't be traveling to Tennessee anytime soon. No. It would Corey, be cool though. Corey needs to get organized. I, I'm probably you in South Georgia, Israel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. He's in the Benny. Where at? Albany, Albany, Albany. Uh, yeah. We got our niece lives in Statesboro. I don't know if that's close to you or not down there by Savannah. Okay, yeah, that's on the other side. Okay, nice little five-hour drive. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> but it's a straight. It's pretty much straight shot there down yeah. yeah, he lives at Israel. Lives in the fattest part of the state, where like it's the widest that it is, and he lives like okay. Albany is like all the way close to like. Alabama and Florida, mm-hmm. it's like right down there. Okay. They're like 45 minutes from Tallahassee or something like that. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, uh, give or take 45 minutes from Fort Benning. Oh, okay. That ain't bad. Yeah, that so, would be a ball for y'all school, for high school to, yeah, <laughs> to go to Nashville or vice versa. <laughs> yeah, or, or go down to the freaking uh, depths. They'd probably want to, they'd probably more want to come up, come up our way. When like vice versa. Chattanooga, Fort Orgl- Fort, Fort Orglethorpe, we wasn't that close, <laughs> right across the line type deal, y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we are no, really far. That, that is a that is an eight hour trip. <laughs> right. On a bus is probably ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ooh. that yeah. So speaking of ten hours, it's going to feel like ten hours watching this game, Clemson Iowa State. Um, yeah. Brees Hall is not playing in this game. Uh, Clemson, they don't have a quarterback either. I mean, they do, but they don't. So. Uh, they do, but they don't. <laughs> I, it, the, the play calling is is <laughs> it's 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 a big it's a big fat I don't know it, it's a I have no idea so I'm gonna say Clemson just because they barely Clemson yeah they, guess, they eat right? it out some kind of way they they figure okay. it out huh. so yeah Steve is 45 minutes from Orlando and Tampa that's talk about being like right in the middle of where you want to be. Um, the Battle of the Carolinas, the Duke's Mayo Bowl is one that probably should happen every year. I think this should open the season at least every other year. Uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Shane Beamer had a tremendous season. Had it not been for some other uh, other of his in-conference colleagues, he probably, in a different year, probably would have gotten Coach of the Year for the effort that he put at South Carolina, getting them to a bowl game. Does he finish the drill here against North Carolina, or does the Tar Heels prevail? I think he does. I think he 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 finds a way. I think defensively they get a couple stops, and you know it's kind of be a knockdown dragout. But I think they'll kind of like Clemson, they'll find a way. <laughs> Give me the Gamecocks in this one. Yeah, I like them. He took an underachieving team and achieved a lot this year with them. Mm-hmm. And I, I know Florida is Florida, and, and they are where they are. You know, playing undisciplined, bad football, and they it started with it. Really, I mean, it started before the Georgia game. There was there were shades of it, but Georgia, I think, finally put the finishing touches on them and broke them, and then they yeah. were broken from there yeah. on. But start um, fest in Lexington. So to yeah. to beat Florida. The way they beat Florida was impressive. So I, I think they can do something similar. That defense is playing their asses off. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they've got – I don't know. they got to figure something out at quarterback, but they will. They will. Uh, I think they will. And I, I think they will have a good good game here in the Dukes Mayo Bowl, and I think that's going to give them a lot of momentum. So yeah. They just got Rattler for next year. So. Yeah. Exactly. So they, 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 they figured it out. They're gonna be where Missouri Maybe. should be going in the next year. Yep. Yes, that is yeah, that's a good good point right there for sure. Yep, um, that that's for sure. So will Rattler fit into South Carolina? Who knows? Yeah, it might be square peg round hole, but it's a mm-hmm. dynamic player. So there you go. Better better quarterback situation. Clemson or the New Orleans Saints? Um, yes. <laughs> That's my answer. Um, yes. He living good to say yes. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, Oklahoma, Oregon playing in the Alamo Bowl. I think that's a fun matchup. 
of That's two very under underachieving teams, but Oklahoma, I think, wins that one because it's going to be a physical football game, and that's how Oklahoma's going to win it. Uh, Tennessee Purdue, this one's going to this one's hanging on by a thread because uh, COVID, the uh, Omicron has uh, knocked out all the fe- most of the festivities that they've had. Um, but one of the weirdest sights of all time was seeing Tennessee practice in Vanderbilt Stadium. <laughs> well, that's weird. It's very, very weird. That is weird. <laughs> very weird. So, but you know, we we talked about Tennessee all all season long. You know, just explosive offense. Hendon Hooker was the right move for them. Josh Heupel's having a tremendous season. Again, he's put it up coach of the year type effort as well. Uh, probably in a different year, he might be coach of the year too. But you know, this team has got a lot uh, to overcome still. Uh, you know, depth issues and things like that. Right. Um, but Hendon Hooker is playing in this game. He is coming back for one more year, so that's exciting for Tennessee. Uh-huh. Uh, they they do get some. They they did have a pretty nice recruiting class, and and we'll we'll talk more about after after the bowl seasons are over, and we might do recruiting stuff. You know, after the the second signing day and just kind of wrap up the whole like 2022 class um, stuff. So, but Tennessee, man, it's, it's, uh, they're fun to watch, man. And this is going to be, this is going to be a fun game. This is, this is going to be one of those games where you probably want to take the over. Tennessee might come, come close to hitting the over by themselves. I think they'll end up beating Purdue. Uh, and to see what Hooker was at Virginia Tech and then to, to, Make the turn transition he made. That's going called to the system at Tennessee. Is you know coach. you gotta gotta tip your hat and called coach. I yeah. think I hate to say it. I think Tennessee will beat Browns boys. You know he's a he's at the other arch rival. He's a Louisville guy. So, but I think Tennessee will will boil the boilers if they get to play it. Yeah, if they get to play it, I hope they do. I hope they do. This whole COVID thing is like everybody's having fun and COVID was like, nah, COVID. let me go ahead and sprinkle a little bit of fun away. Let me go ahead and give me uh, yeah, COVID is the Grinch. I ain't never went nowhere with COVID letting everybody know. I ain't I ain't left. I'm trying to talk normalcy this and that. I ain't I ain't going nowhere. COVID's like all, COVID's like all man. his relatives are coming. You know that Delta. No, I bring my cousins to the party. Yeah, COVID's bringing his cousins, man. This is not fun. He's bringing his delinquent cousins. It's just the one that comes over and just starts breaking stuff for no reason. Yes. Yeah. Cousin Eddie could his that cousins. Guy. Cousin yeah. Eddie, yeah. Definitely. Ruining the party. He, he's out front. You know that. You know that scene. Real um, nice Clark. Real, really nice. Real nice Clark. Man, this is – you didn't think you'd come on to Beast of the East and get uh, some – Christmas vacation references, <laughs> did you? Mm-hmm. See, you never know where we're going to be. Hey, that's it, man. We're unpredictable up in here. Unpredictable. Well, according to Bet Online, Cody, to answer your question, according to Bet Online, the over under is set at 58 points for the Mississippi State, for the Liberty Bowl, Mississippi State, Texas Tech. And Mississippi State's favored by nine and a half, just so you know. I'm taking the over. <laughs> Definitely taking the over. <laughs> um, Definitely, and then Mississippi State might get close to there. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, one of these comments, yeah, we got some bots coming in. Some Ooh. Russians. Oh, I'd rather lose to the Russians. Ivan Drago's coming on our chats here. So, <laughs> yeah, I must break you. Um, Weird. Yeah, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Let's uh, let's wait a second. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. Burm, 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 burm. Uh, Israel or uh, not Israel, but Vinny, your game, Kentucky, Iowa, the the Citrus Bowl. It's uh, it's kind of like feeling? it's the whole NCAA tournament where we don't put teams together because of storylines, but mm-hmm. they actually do and. You know, Stoops is an Iowa alum. All his brothers played there, and so that that whole Iowa angle is is huge. Uh-huh. Uh, the biggest thing, of course, everybody knows Iowa is good at the takeaways. Kentucky was kind of struggling with the giveaways. Levis threw some picks. Rodriguez 
you know, put the ball on the ground a lot. If, if Kentucky just hangs on to the ball, you know, you know, play a clean game. I think Howard has the offense to do anything with Kentucky. So you play a clean game, hang on to the rock. I think Kentucky can win kind of comfortably. Vinny, let's be honest about this thing. Play a, play a clean game and score 17 points and Kentucky's got it in the bag. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So don't, don't, cause they're, they're opportunistic. They get the picks, they get the fumble recoveries and, and that's, they hang around and they won 10 games doing that, playing two phases of football, <laughs> defensive special teams. Their offense was MIA all year. So as long as we didn't come out there and, and you know, we we saw the South Carolina game. Kentucky had four fumbles and, you know, they won the game 16 to 10 that they should have probably won 30 to 10. So if, if you do that, You'll keep Iowa in the game, and we've we've seen Kentucky do that. So just and you can't keep Iowa in the game. They right. played they they played okay against Michigan uh, in the Big Big Ten title game, but yeah. obviously that was a that was a glaring mismatch. So uh, I, I like I do like Kentucky in this one. I, I think they do kind of keep it clean uh, as far as not turning the ball over too much, and I, I yeah. think their offense is dynamic enough that when they do take care of the football, they can score some points. They do yeah. they do a lot of good things, but. They just got to take care of the rock. Just, just hang on to it, and it'll be fine. It's really Israel, the pit boss, takes on Penn State in the Outback Bowl. Arkansas, do, are, are we woo pig suey here, or do, do they have a chance, or is Penn State too much for them in this situation? What, what, what do we think about Arkansas? This is, this is a team that, for me, it's been hard to figure out. I like Arkansas. I want to take Arkansas here, but I think uh, it'll be a lot closer with, with Penn State. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they kind of got – they hit a little snag in the middle of the season, and then they got a lot better toward the end. So they kind of hit a little stride here. So I'm going with uh, Arkansas in this one. Cole Franklin going to find a way to lose this one. Yes, he will. Exactly. Yes, Franklin he will. find a way to lose this game. Yeah, he got a check already, so he's like, man, what, what's the matter? <laughs> yeah, he 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 got he got his uh, he got his extension. So we already good. did better than last year. What, I mean, what they win last year? Four or five games, and I'm yeah, I've improved a lot already, and and look forward to what else we can do. But I think he'll find a way to to get ifs and up those Sam. That's right. Yeah, old pit boss. What's he gonna do? He's gonna turn on a damn jukebox. <laughs> I love that. Turn on that jukebox. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of jukebox, did you guys see on Twitter of Coach O reading a Christmas story? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was beautiful. It was night absolutely before Christmas. beautiful. The cage of uh, night before Christmas. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, night before Christmas. Down on the bayou. Yes, you all know, you sound just like him. <laughs> not not a creature stood. <laughs> not even a mouse. They were get they were getting the gumbo ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vinny, if you haven't seen it, you have got to go and, and find that of him reading that story. It is uh, priceless. Look that up. Yeah, look that up. <laughs> please look that up. This it, it will be, it will be awesome. You, you'll you'll uh, and while you look that up, we will talk. <laughs> Old Miss Baylor, Israel. Um, I like the Hogs, man. I think KJ Jefferson is going to be really good. He's going to be really dynamic. I, I think even, you know, they're just good. I like them. Yeah, they're physical. They're you know, they're explosive. They, they kind of got, you know, talent-wise, they're kind of starting to catch up with with the rest of the conference. And when they do, they'll be scary. But Ole Miss Baylor, this game, the All-State Sugar Bowl on New Year's Day, this game is uh, this game is going to be fun, I think, because they're, they're built very, very similarly. And, mm-hmm. and I, I think that when you look at Ole Miss with Matt Corral and, and what they've been able to do, even with all the injuries, they've been able to to, to sustain a ten win season. Um, Lane Kiffin again putting up the theme of the show is putting up coach of the year type performance for uh, for for Ole Miss, and I, I think that when you look at them, I just think it's you know Matt Corral's got something to prove. He got snubbed and and with the Heisman finalist deal, and I, I know in the grand scheme of things, it may not be a big deal, but it is. Because he was the second best player in the country behind uh, behind Bryce Young, and and it was even kind of like a one A one B type deal. Like you could have you could have picked either one of those two, and I would have been good good with it. Yeah, this game is kind of a toss up because something I want to pick Baylor, but it's just something about 
Ole Miss's offense is just like at some point, you know, they're going to break it open. Mm-hmm. Well, once, once they get that back-breaking score, Vinny, it's they can pile it on, and they've got a running game that can that can chew clock late in the game with Snoop Connor and Jaron Ely. Um, they've got they've got all the elements that you need to have an explosive offense and and they and they've been playing a lot better defensively they've been they've been a little bit more uh risk taking i guess uh you know they get after the quarterback they 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 do have a lot of sacks they do have a lot of pressures but with that when you take chances you are going to get burned a few times and that they have so um you know are they going to be able to do the same thing without lebby Really, this is a Lane Kiffin offense anyway. So, I mean, what does it matter? You know, you know, yeah. you know, Lane's got his hands all over this. So, um, I, I really like Ole Miss in this game, not because I dislike Baylor. I think yeah. Baylor's Baylor's good in their own right. I, I think mm-hmm. defensively, they're really good. Aranda's got them going in the right direction. But I, again, I just think that this matchup is not great for Baylor. And, and I think Ole Miss has that potential. You, you know, Israel, when we talk about tempo offense and why tempo offense is successful it's because it puts pressure on the other team not only to stop you and try to figure out what you're doing in, in 10 seconds or less but it also it also puts even more undue pressure on the opposing offense because they feel like they have to score every time they touch the ball or they're going to lose or they're going to get blown out and that can lead to a lot of unforced errors as well Ole Miss does a really good job at tempo they do a really good job of, of managing all that stuff and you have a risk taker as your head coach. So, you, you know, he ain't scared to go for it. You got to. And that's the thing, like, like what Vinny says with Kentucky, you know, they went from huddling and kind of power eye, two tight end type deal to now they're no huddle. So, like you said, you know, that causes a little bit of mistakes and things like that. But, you know, that's the risk, you know, with, with the high reward. You know, if you do it good, you score a lot of points. If you don't, you turn the ball over. Exactly. So, y'all just don't think. Bailey can hold him down the whole game. I mean, they 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 will for a while, right? But they just they will for a little while. But they damn, gonna burst at some point. It's it's gonna burst. I, I think it's gonna. I think this is gonna be a depth game, honestly. Um, you know, because Baylor's every bit as good as Ole Miss, and that's mm-hmm. not that's not a slight on Ole Miss. I think Baylor's a really good football team, and I think they're gonna be a a force to be reckoned with in the Big Twelve, however you want to take that. But um, they they're a really really good football team. They just don't have SEC depth. Ole Miss does. And Ole Miss, again, it's going to be one in the trenches, and I think Ole Miss has more more people in the trenches than, than Baylor does. See, it all came back around, Steve. We, we were talking good about Mississippi State, but it, it all came back around, and, and we ended up giving, <laughs> giving Ole Miss some some love, man. It's all right. Steve, yeah. Steve knows how I feel about Ole Miss. I've been high on Ole Miss all year. Yeah, and, and I haven't clicked off yet. So, I mean, hey, it, it must <laughs> – Something must be going on, right? Is he here to stay? Uh, Vinny is bringing it. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. It's Steve. been five um, minutes, and I haven't gone anywhere. DGD, UGA better take care of business. Damn right. Um, speaking of taking care of business, the uh, Tax Act Texas Bowl. So uh, by April 15th, you better take care of your taxes. Tax Act is the way to do it. Um, but the Texas Bowl, LSU, Kansas State, <sighs> I'm taking care of the state. I am too. <laughs> I am too. They're gonna they're gonna beat the LSU family uh, in this game. <laughs> and they just uh Taylor Martinez just uh just transferred there from from Nebraska. So that's gonna be a breath of fresh air at the quarterback like position. Thirty one years old, man. I know, right? He's been playing there since I think he was teammates with, with Scott Frost. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, if Skylar Thompson is, if he stays healthy and can finish the game, which that's a coin toss in and of itself, I'm pretty sure there's a prop for if Skylar Thompson's going to finish the game or not. If he can finish this game, this might get ugly for, for LSU. I mean, Kansas State, they're a really good physical football team. When they have Skylar Thompson playing quarterback, they're even on a different level than that. So mm-hmm. I like Kansas State. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, it's LSU's kind of like Florida. We just, we here, but we ain't here, and we don't. Yeah, let's just get. Yeah. Let's move on to next year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ohio State, Utah, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. Notre Dame hit a grand slam, like three times in a row 
by uh, sticking with Marcus Freeman. I think that was a great call on that hire. Uh, I think they're going to roll right through Oklahoma State. I think this is this was not going to be close. Uh, Ohio State, Utah. I really like Kyle Whittingham and this Utah team. This is that that's going to be the Rose Bowl is going to be a really really fun game for me uh, mm-hmm. because I think Utah. I think Utah's got it in them to beat Ohio State. It's Urban Marble. Exactly. <laughs> Urban Marble. <laughs> he might be there. Yes. He ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> yes. So those cheerleaders, they better have some security around those cheerleaders. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh Urban Meyer got a hold of Israel. <laughs> Cut his feed. Man. Um but all right, so let's talk about these playoff games, right? Alabama, Cincy. Does Cincy have a chance? No, no. It's a, I think it's the end of the line. They had, they had to go undefeated twice to even be here. Good for them for making it. And Fickle's a good coach, and uh, they might throw a couple of punches, but uh, it's just. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think yeah. it'll be close for a little bit. I think they have the secondary to match up with. Alabama, but I think Alabama's going to try to run the football, and they do not match well in the trenches at all. No, not not a chance. I think they'll struggle with Desmond Ritter early, but they'll figure it out and they'll shut him down. Mm-hmm. I, I doubted Alabama for a little bit before they played y'all, and then I, I learned my lesson. And so they were wounded, yeah, and there was blood in the yeah. water and all that. I hate to bring that up, but uh, I'm just I, too I'm soon. Quit too down too Alabama. So I'm not about to doubt them now against Cincinnati. No, I'm definitely not doubting them against Cincinnati. They're they're looking at they're looking uh and and I'm sure Bama fans are rooting for Georgia. They want that as all SEC uh, title game because that would make the rest of the country just cringe. I want that too. Here's yeah. my thing on that, real quick. The I think I just want a piece of Bama again. I, I, yeah. I want I want another I want another bite at the apple. I think. I think maybe we would be objective enough that if we were from born and raised in Big 12 country, born and raised in Pac-12 country, I think we'd be objective enough to still look at the SEC without hating on them and be like, no, they're just better. I think we would. But the rest of the country hates and gets so mad and gets all this fatigue. The Big Ten gets upset and all this stuff. If all these other conferences had put together seven national champions in a row, then they could flex like we do. But, you know, the yeah. Big Ten hasn't had Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin string together seven straight national titles. No other conference has done that. So y'all can get SEC fatigue all you want. Y'all can get tired of us all you want. But until y'all do that, deal with it. That's how I feel. I don't know. I just had to say that. Well said. Well said. Yes. I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and this is the first time we've had more competitive Big Ten teams than just Ohio State either. You know, so y'all just sit down and enjoy the ride. Yeah. Because exactly. enjoy, enjoy a good football game and quit, quit whining about it. Because growing up in SEC, I knew the SEC wasn't the best basketball conference in the country. Well, the Big East, the ACC. I was objective enough to know, oh, you know, Syracuse and Georgetown, all them back in the 80s, you know, Duke, North Carolina, Wake Forest with Randolph Children. I knew, okay, that conference is better. So why can't they objectively look at the SEC and just just tip their cap? It's the best conference. But, no, they want to get tired of it, want to get mad at us when you get the SEC chance at the end of bowl games because the SEC is, you know, 10-2 and two or, you know, 11-3 and three or whatever they are every year. They just want to – they just want to hate every year. Exactly. Well, speaking of hating, there's a, there's a pretty good, uh, not really hating, but there's a pretty good conversation going on in the chat over here um, about UGA Michigan. Um, can, does Michigan have a chance? To me, I think what Michigan is really good at is also happens to be what Georgia is really good at defensively and vice versa. I, I think that you know UGA can beat Michigan with Stetson, with JT, with with Brock Vandegrift, even, um, you know, I, I just think I just think the style of this game is going to be a slugfest, and I think Georgia has more bullets in the gun here uh, with, with with this matchup. But you know, Israel, do we? You know, is it time to see JT? Is it you know, 
I mean, how, how do we do? How do we see the quarterback situation? Do we think JT is outplayed Stetson in practice? I mean, uh, what, what do we think here? Um, I think we whatever we the game plan we had against Alabama, we need to get away from. Um, you know, me and you talk, um, talking to some of my buddies as well. You know, that game plan was more so meant for JT. Um, and if you want JT, if you're going right, to have a game plan for JT, go put it. put JT in the game. Yeah. You know, um, if you're going to go with Stetson, do what Stetson does well. You know, so don't I try to outcoach yourself. And I think that's what we did in the championship game. And in this game, you're not going to have to do too much. Yeah. Whoever you go with, stick to that game plan and let's go to work. You got, but you have whatever quarterback you're going to use, you have to use their strength. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. how I feel about it. Whoever you you're going to use. And you can't play. And you can't play scared. No. You cannot play scared. That's for sure. You you have to go down swinging if you're going to go down swinging, whether it's going down to Michigan or going down to Alabama in the title game, whatever the case may be. You just have to let that let it all hang out and just just freaking go with it, man. And you if, if you're going to do it, let them drop. Exactly. Go to work. Get after the quarterback. Just just go, man. So you know, to me, to me, I think you have to prepare to beat Alabama. And I love Stetson to death, right? I, I think he's done a tremendous job, but I think he's maxed out. I think Alabama's figured out that he is not a vertical threat passing the ball. Uh, I, I think the teams he's played against haven't been good enough defending him in the intermediate game uh, and, and hadn't been able to get enough pressure on him to force him into the box that Bama forces him into. I think if you're going to beat Bama, you've got to beat him with quick game and you've got to beat him with somebody that can push the field vertically. JT does both of those things. And yes, JT has limited mobility. I get that. But I I think his strengths match up against Alabama's weaknesses better. And that's assuming we beat Michigan. But we, I think, you know, we got to go out. The game plan against Michigan is go out, be physical, run right at Aiden Hutchinson, you know, just, just punch their running backs in the mouth, force Cade McNamara to beat you, and, and and let's go. And then just 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 say, hey, we're, we're going to keep coming in waves, man. We're going to keep bringing these defense linemen in waves. We got we got two full units of guys that could start anywhere in the SEC. Bring it, right? We got linebackers that that are going to be they're going to be playing on Sundays next year. Bring it. That's what we're going to say against Michigan. And I hope that's what we say against Michigan. I hope we got an aggressive game plan. And I hope that, you know, I, I hope that it all works out and hope that it all comes into place. And, and you know, whatever, you know, I'm I'm obviously going to be behind whatever quarterback is in there. That's no doubt. I'm not saying that if Stetson's in there, I'm going to like throw away all my Georgia stuff and just not watch the game because that's not true. But, you know, I, I just hope that we learn from the mistakes that we made. I, I just hope that if we're going to play Stetson, we play Stetson and mm-hmm. not play Stetson with a JT game plan and not play trying not Stay. to lose. Yeah. And I think if we do those two things, we'll be in a lot better shape. And there's the the sample size. Y'all played Alabama with Stetson two years in a row. So there is that as far as maxed out and what he does against Bama and how he can't really exploit uh, Bama's weaknesses on the defensive side. How are they going to respond? Because they're kind of like Mike Tyson when when Buster Douglas knocked him out. You know, how are they going to respond against Michigan? And then you get past Michigan, Alabama again, because there there were no chinks in that armor until Bama. And now is have they have they squashed all that and moved on? And how do Vinny, they? How do they this is a mat- Vinny. This is a mature group. I, I think they're pissed off. I think they're. I think they were smelling themselves a little bit. I think they're pissed off now. Israel, that would be that was embarrassing on both sides of the ball. I mean, and as a coaching staff too, they were scared of it. I said this and I tell it all the time. They were scared of Alabama. I don't know why. You know, the bigger the opponent, the opponent, I think you'd be hyped to play them. But they were scared in yes. the SC championship game. All the other games, I don't <laughs> think they were scared of them. But for some reason, this game, they were scared. From coaching staff all the way down to players, exactly. And Steve, I'm not burning any of my Coach Prime stuff. Coach Prime is dude's a star, man. Um, <laughs> burning Coach Prime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you Florida State fans, man. Talk about talk about being unhinged. But um, so inevitably, we're looking at a, a Bama Georgia 
national championship. We're staring that in the face. Hopefully it's not a Bama Michigan because we know how that's going to end, but you, yeah. you get a Bama, Bama Georgia national championship game. I mean, it's, you know, again, it's just getting pressure on Bryce young, honestly. And, and if Cincinnati can figure out a way to do it, they'll have a little bit more success too. I don't think they will, but he's uh, he, you know, you got, you have to force him. He's still, he's a special, special dude. He's a Heisman trophy winner, but he ain't immune to getting rattled. He's still a freshman. He's, been, he's still, yeah. he's still, he's still young. So if you can hit him, you know, I was watching that man in the arena documentary about Tom Brady and, you know, the, you know, the, the one where Michael Strahan is on it, uh, where they're talking about the first Super Bowl they lost the, the 18 to one season. Strahan's like, yeah, you can't sit back on Brady. You got to come after him and you got to hit him. That's the only way to break. That's the only way to beat him. You got to, you just got to hit him and hit him and hit him and hit him again. Like you got to get hits on him. Whether you get sacks is, is, Irrelevant. You just got to hit him. Because he's going to start looking down. And he might burn you a little bit in the first half, but he's going to start looking down at that rush if you keep hitting him. You can't, you, you can't, and you can't bring the same lame ass blitz every single time either. That's true. Nope, nope, and nope. So get yeah. you beat. It will get you beat. It will get you beat. You want him to look at the line. Yes, I do want him to look at the line mm-hmm. when there's pass when there's receivers going downfield. Um, yeah, no John Mechie. Does that hurt him? I don't know. They've got freaking five stars all over the place. Does it really hurt him? I don't know. Probably not. Uh somebody else will step up for Alabama. But do yeah. you know, again, it doesn't matter, Mechie or no Mechie, if if you're if Bryce Young is constantly on the ground, you know. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna be able to throw the ball. So <laughs> yeah. Means you bracket Williams, yeah. You don't let him off the line either. You get Keely Ringo and you get him to harass him all freaking game long. Yeah, let's not give up inside leverage again. Anybody. Cincinnati that goes for you too. Don't give up inside leverage to any of those guys because mm-hmm. you can't catch him. No. We saw it. We hey, we got coach 30. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Championship game. We, <laughs> yeah we, we got coach thirty. He got us good, man. He I'm got just us gonna good. let him run by. <laughs> Not gonna, really going to be an athlete. Gonna, we're going to pee down my leg. Yeah, moment got too big. Moment got too. Moment got too big for me. He got Lewis Singh and Keely Ringo. I'm just going to run Oof. by. Just going to let this guy split us. <laughs> got safety hit. You thought you did. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Uh, oh man. That's hilarious. That that guy's awesome, man. That guy's made a made made himself a viral uh, TikTok and social media sensation, man. So if you yes, haven't checked that's him exactly out, what check happens during if anybody's ever been to film sessions, that happens in real life. You know, except for the mama jokes, because he'd have to fight me if he talked about my mama like that. But um, but though the conversations like that, they really happen in the film room. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I've had I've said a few of those things. So look look at this wet spot on you. That's um so yeah. I've I've said those. I'm sure Israel said those too. Yeah. So but uh I'm you know what I'm I'm gonna try to reach out to that guy, see if he wants to come on and just talk. He, he's great. So and he knows football too, which makes it that much better. Oh yeah. That's that's a, no, so yeah, yeah, that's a pro that's a project for me. So um but anyway, well, it, it was a it was a great return back to the airwaves after Christmas break, on on the uh, on y'all's conference network and also uh, the Believe Podcast Network. All of our social media information is right here down below. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit that bell. Uh, Vinny's uh, channel, Believe in Kentucky. Uh, follow him. Follow our channel, Believe in Georgia Dogs. We stream all and echo all of y'all's conference network content on there. Um, so if you want to if you want to check out the Tide Talk podcast, check out our channels. If you want to check out uh, Locked On Ole Miss, check out our channels. Biscuits and SEC, check out our channel. So on and so forth. I'm not going to go through all the shows that are echoing on our channel, um, but uh, there's quite a few of them. So I think when when you uh, I'm, I'm glad to be back in action. I think 2022 is going to be a huge year uh, with with the setup we have with this whole. Uh, network that we've got going on it's like a 
it's not a content network. It's like a, it's like a financial network where we're just kind of all sharing each other's content um, and trying to just build the, trying to just build those dollars. So if you know somebody that wants to advertise and advertise across multiple platforms uh, and, and really drive their views up, send them our way or get them on your show or just let us know if you want to be a part of it, just hit us up. Any one of us up on DM uh, and, and we'll, uh, We'll be glad to feature you. We'll, we'll get you a little logo. We'll talk about you like I did with Bet Online, uh, like I did with Lightbox Jewelry uh, last few weeks. Hope hope some people's wives took advantage got uh, took advantage of that offer and, and got a got some good gifts there. So, uh, any any final words, uh, Vinny? I'll start with you. Any final words? Uh, it's, it's we we had the appetizer bowls like uh, I like to call them. No disrespect, but now it's, it's about to get fun. You know. Well, mm-hmm. Best of luck to you guys Friday. Uh, everybody's going to be locked in to, to see how the final four plays out. Um, right. And, you know, it's, it's that. And and for the people, like you said, Lightbox Jury, you know, Israel and I are November ugly birthstones, so you can get you a nice pretty stone on Lightbox Jury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Good doo-doo brown. Yeah. yeah. Man. <laughs> Doo brown, absolutely. What a what a great color! That's great. It's yeah. the color of the stain on the back of your pants after you saw that army fullback bearing down on you. Right, moment was too big for you. Yeah. Pissed out your leg and pooped your pants. Yeah. Nope. you might want to check out that air app and see if uh, there's the any coaches app. that want to. Yeah, <laughs> guys, hilarious. Israel, anything you want to? Knock, Man, knock just, out with. just be safe out here. Um, you know, I thought, you know, you never want to take COVID lightly, but, you know, I didn't think it was that serious until now. Everybody's kind of get hit with it. Um, just be safe. Um, we really enjoyed seeing everybody um, at games and, you know, everybody out having fun. So just be safe wherever you go. Absolutely, man. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, just just make sure, stay safe, do what you need to do take care of yourself. You know, if you're feeling a little sick, just, just stay home. It's no big deal. We'll forgive you. Um, but, uh, you know, again, we are, and make sure that if you are sick, that you're going to have right here on the y'all's conference network, believe podcast network, there's plenty of content for you to binge on plenty of good shows out there on Netflix and Apple TV plus and HBO max. There's tons of good football on. There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that you can, that you can do. Uh, from the comforts of your own home. So no need to get out and about if you are feeling a little down and under the weather um, to all the bowl games that are, that, that are actually happening. Good luck to your team. Stay safe. We hope that if you're listening, we hope that your team wins. Uh, unfortunately, if you're a Gator fan, I can't help it. You guys just make it too easy for me. Um, but uh, you guys will see me back here Wednesday night uh, on SEC After Dark, Israel, you and I. Tomorrow night, actually, uh, we're going we're gonna to stream. Uh, we're going to stream live, so the chat's going to be rocking and rolling. So we'll be right here with you uh, tomorrow night as well. So uh, for Vinny, for Israel, we are the Beast of the East podcast on the Believe Podcast Network and also coming at you on the video side of it from the Y'all's Conference Network. So we hope you have a great rest of your week. We hope you have an even better weekend and even better New Year's. And we hope that you ride into 2022 in style. We are the BCDs Podcast. See you later. Peace. Peace. Enjoy the job. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.